This is the official podcast for casual anime fanatics. On today's episode, we're diving deep into Demon Slayer Season 3, Episode 3, titled A Sword from Over 300 Years Ago. Hello anime fans and welcome to That Anime Podcast for casual anime fanatics where we talk all things anime in a fun and uncensored fashion for your listening pleasure. I'm your host Jordo and here with me as always is my co-host and Ken, the baby brother Brennan. What is going on with you on this fine Sunday evening, Brennan? Not a whole lot, just uh, got back from a little neighborhood walk just to, I don't know, do something because we were laying around and went on a... A long run this morning, or a long run for me this morning, trying to get back into running. So, yeah, I did the long runs on Sunday. So, I did one of those this morning, about almost six miles. But I'm not trying nice. to go. I'm not trying to go for. I've tried to start running in the past and gotten hurt by trying to do too much mileage, or then, um, or I try to go too fast. I'll be like, all right, I'm gonna run five. So then, inevitably, you try to run as fast as you can. So I'm trying a new thing where. You just run for time instead. So instead of like being like, I'm gonna run for five miles, I'll be like, I'm gonna run for 45 minutes. And it's uh, yeah, my ankles and knees have been holding up better this time around. <laughs> nice. So you how long? How much did you get in? You got six miles in in 45 minutes. Uh, I went just. I went over. F- the thing is, it's it messed up in tracking, but I know the little circuit I was running. Um, it's a little over a mile as a trail. And I did five laps in 48 minutes, so I probably was under six miles, uh, but, you know, right around that sub-ten-minute t- sub pace. pace. It's pretty slow, but like I said, I'm making, I have to, I'm making myself go slow because I started running probably two months, month and a half, two months ago, and I was just doing three miles, like, every day, and every day I was trying to cook and like go faster and i started getting effed up <laughs> so i was like shit i gotta i gotta just do some regular runs instead of trying to like get personal best every time i go uh-huh. uh, yeah i just isn't it amazing when you you go on like walks and runs through your neighborhood and you see homes or like neighbors with their garages open and you just see how much crap they have in their garages and you're just like wow this is america right here yeah i mean <laughs> most people i mean I'll just say a few. One was just fully stacked with who knows what. And another dude, he had like a whole like giant TV, poker, like a poker table, like a circular table, <laughs> like four chairs around it, just chilling. Guys night. Which I'm like, that's pretty tight. <laughs> I mean, I'm a, right now we're, we only get one car in our garage, but it's because we have some furniture that we moved in with that we need to sell. And then we could probably get both because we, I mean, and we can probably squeeze her car in. We just don't because... I, I just I'm just worried about mine right now, but yeah, most people don't. <laughs> if you can get one car yeah. in your garage, you're above the <laughs> you're above the average. Unless you got oh, a three yeah. car. If you got a three car garage, then it's like you probably got the third car for storage. Mm-hmm. It's crazy too because most of the stuff that people keep in their garage, it's just junk. It's just junk that they haven't 
fully decided to let go of yet they're like ah, i'll just put it in the garage and deal with it at a later date and then that just all that crap just accumulates yep and then one day you open up your garage and you can't even walk in there it's it's amazing to me like i see garages in my neighborhood too i'm just like this is insane like what is all that crap that's basically what ours is because we just the one big thing taking it up is a our entertainment system from our apartment and it's nice and like we were going to sell it eventually or maybe use it if we could and now it's just like gotten covered in dust and now it's just a matter of cleaning it up and getting it on the old facebook market (laughs) to clear it out but that's the kind that's the kind of shit that'll just hang around that's the thing about about whatever crap you have there's some schmo out there that's gonna buy it you know like (laughs) somebody else will take that entertainment system that you don't want anymore They'll buy it, and they may not even use it. It may just become an entertainment center that just sits in their garage for eternity. You just don't know. But somebody somebody will buy it is, yeah. the, is the crazy thing. Especially if you're reasonable with your pricing. I mean, I know I feel like a lot of it is now you get on the marketplace, and you, people are delusional with <laughs> their pricing, but I've always been pretty like, I always price to sell. So, And if I do do the thing where it's like, I want to get this amount, so I'll put it for like 100 more, but I'll never be like, I'm trying to get 600, but I'm going to throw it for 1,000, see if some idiot will buy it, you know? That just takes uh-huh. too long. Like, I've never had anything on Facebook Market for more than two days, and usually the second day is because the first day they're like, I can't get it tonight, but I'll pay you this if you hold it, and then I'll be like, okay. Yeah. Just a little lesson for selling on Facebook Market. Just put it, put it for what you want to sell it for and just get rid of it, especially if it's junk. I guess yeah. Something... Don't be one of those people that puts something for sale and then says firm at the end and no low balls because all you're doing is like telling people that there's no no negotiation that's going to take place. Yeah. And like people want to know that you're at least open to negotiation. Like if you say firm or no low balls, it's basically telling yeah. me that you're an asshole and I'm not even going <laughs> to message you. Well, maybe <laughs> maybe in the sense of stuff we're talking about, if if it's a car, if you're selling a car, I could maybe no, see the even firm. If, even if it's a card, don't say firm, just list it and let people, if people want to ask like, Hey, what's the lowest you would go for? Just say the price I listed it at. Yeah. And now they know. It just saves like, time. Like there's just no point. I don't know. I'm just, I just, I'm a car dude. So I, if you're, if you're into cars and you know the value of your car, then, and you know, you're already selling it for under what it is and it's in good shape. Like I would, I would consider putting firm. Like if I knew this car on the low end is worth 30 and I'm willing to let it go for that. I'm putting firm. Like I'm not. Go- I'm not giving it for twenty nine. I'm not giving it for twenty eight. But like a desk yeah. or a coffee table or a couch. That's the kind of okay. stuff you don't want to put firm. I'll I'll excuse it for for cars and luxury items. But high yeah, ticket items. Like yeah. Furniture and like TVs and shit. And like, dude, you're gonna you're gonna post an office desk for a hundred dollars and you're gonna put firm. Like, dude, no, thank you. Yeah, that's uh, respectfully. Like, if I give you eighty, you're gonna take it. <laughs> I know, yeah. So you're telling me for ninety nine dollars you wouldn't part with it right now? It's just it's just pointless to me. I I just it tells me everything I need to know about the seller when I see firm or no low balls on the on the ad. But not to digress too much. uh, You never see any good anime stuff for sale on the Facebook Marketplace. I feel I check every every now and then. Nothing's ever good. I've, I've never checked. I don't know what I'd want to buy. I mean, I'm sure there's some Funkos people are trying to peddle, but I've never... Yeah, but the people that are selling Funkos, it feels like they're always selling collections. Like, yeah. And I get that because collectors want the collection, but you've obviously got to be willing to part with a whole lot more money to buy a collection versus a one-off. 
Yeah, I don't know what I would. I've never looked. Maybe I'll browse. I'm just more of a. I let. I mean, sometimes I search shit, shit but I let Facebook tell me what I need. <laughs> just, just like, hey, maybe I do need to. Maybe I do you need just to let filing. that algorithm work you like yeah, a. Basically, like maybe I do need a filing cabinet. <laughs> starting to show me some used ones. Yeah, I, I mean, Facebook does a good job of showing you what it believes that you're interested in. But anyways, anime wise, watch anything new this week or anything worth yeah. mentioning? I watched. Um, it's only three episodes out right now. I don't know if it. Came out three weeks ago, or they released three. It's that Mashley Magic and Muscles show that Colton's yeah. been saying. It's, is, it, uh, is it worth watching? Yeah, you should for sure watch it tonight. It's uh, it's pretty. I think it's more so a comedy. It's, I mean, it's kind of like a blatant. Not a. I mean, it's pretty blatant. Some of the Harry Potter ripoff stuff, but that's also what gives it its charm. And then it's got like a, a bunch of other tropes of just like anime and stuff. But what got me to watch it is, uh. I guess it was yesterday, so Saturday morning I was on TikTok, and I saw uh, just a clip from the show, and it was literally the scene from the first Harry Potter where they're getting their brooms to go up, and they're like standing next to yep. it, you know, and the yep. kid, they're all saying, fly, fly, and then he can't get his to fly, and some kid comes up and he's like, you amateur, or he's like, he can't even get it to go up, and then he's like, he, he's strong, obviously, as you know from the thing. He like stomps uh-huh. on the ground and pops up the broom and catches it. And then he says, fly. <laughs> and then the guy's like, he's like, you said the command afterwards. And he just plays dumb. But <laughs> I saw that scene and I was like, shit, I got to watch this now because, you know, Harry Cause Potter. Because the Harry Potter references, yeah. So I got on, I started it, and that was like the right, the exact scene where it started. And then I was watching and I was like, damn, they're just getting right into it. And then Darby's like, is this the first episode? And I was like, yeah. And then, like, a couple minutes in, I checked, and it was episode three, so I went back. But it's, it's pretty funny. It's definitely, I guess I'd consider it a comedy anime, but I'm sure there's going to be some action in it. But I like the main character. Okay. He's the classic, like, dumb kind of character. But Very he's also Saitama-esque. Like, uh, not in that way, but he's, like, just, like, a good-hearted dummy. But it's also, you just got to watch it, and you got to see how he, like... Goku? Like, maybe a little bit. But everything just kind of works out for him too. You just gotta watch it and see like okay. how he ends up passing. Like he has no magic, but he can like he finds his way getting into Hogwarts basically, which is not called Hogwarts. And he like there's like an exam <laughs> and everything, and he just like uses his physical skills to get in. And he even says like in episode one, he's like seeing people do magic. And he's just like that's all shit they could do with their hands. So it's kind <laughs> of like one of those things. But I it's it's a good anime. I'm glad I watched it. It's called Mashley well, Magic and Muscles. Yeah, we've got it on our watch list because of Colton, but I'll make you a deal. I'll watch that and its first three episodes if you'll watch the first three episodes of Hell's Paradise because I strongly recommend you watch that. All right, I will. I started actually started it uh, today, but I ended up... Uh, Country Roll kept being weird, and then I ended up going for the run, so I never got back to it, but I'll, I'll watch it. Oh, yeah. I've been. It's, I was it's gonna start because after I watched Mashley, I was trying to watch some more shit, and I was like, "Damn, I guess I'll just watch Hell's Paradise." Fuck yeah, yeah, you need to watch it. It's good. It's not. It's not a comedy at all. It's it's pretty serious shonen. But I'll watch Mashley tonight because it's yeah, a new you'll... season. There's tons of good anime out right now. It's worth you know increasing the watch list if you just have to watch one a week. Yeah, for sure. And I'm. I'll probably be able to watch a couple tonight if it's if I like it. You know, I. I'd be, depending on how late you stay up to, I bet you'll finish Mashley just because it's kind of 
those kind of episodes that roll, they go pretty quick. Mm-hmm. But oh yeah, I will. I mean, I'm I'm really only watching Hell's Paradise, Demon Slayer. I'm fully caught up on Vinland Saga now. I mean, obviously, Assassination's class, an Assassination Classroom. I'm still watching that. What season are but you that's on? That's pretty much. I'm still season one. Is that blue-haired boy? Is his name Nagi? No, the main character. Yeah, I can't remember. Uh, it's something like that, though. I think right? it's Is. No, it's not Isagi. It's uh, yeah, it's something like that. I don't know. The whole time I was watching Blue Lock, I was like, "Is that that dude's name too?" Yeah, he's like the main. Oh, it's blue gonna haired. drive me crazy that I can't remember it either. I mean, I watched it freaking years ago, so there, I don't. It's not bugging me just because I know I watched that shit like when it was coming out. But yeah, and the main character in Assassination Classroom for the first like two episodes, I didn't know if the main character was a boy or a girl, or shit. like you yeah, know. I remember watching like I think I watched like the whole thing until uh they get they go on like a little school trip i think to like the beach maybe and some shit goes down and i think that's the first time i like confirmed for myself that he was indeed a boy yeah because they they give the main character like it's nagisa and he's got like ponytail kind of yeah he's got like yeah pigtails like on the top so it's like is this a boy or a girl yeah but yeah the, the main character is nagisa nagisa you saw thought so the whole time i was watching blue lock i was like i think i know that name but <laughs> we can talk about demon slayer now enough about yeah enough about watching, demon yeah, slayer watch those or, two I mean, shows enough about everything haven't. else so demon slayer this was episode three of season three it was titled a sword from over 300 years ago and if this is your first time tuning in we'd like to take a moment and welcome you to that anime podcast With Demon Slayer Season 3 now airing, you can count on us to release podcast episodes dedicated to each new episode of Demon Slayer. We dive deep into each of the 11 episodes of the season, so be sure to tell your friends, family, people that you work with, everyone that you know watches Demon Slayer to tune into our podcasts. And if you haven't already, please, oh please, give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and or Spotify. The reviews really do help us reach more casual anime fanatics just like yourself. Thank you in advance for those. Uh, we may be due for reading some new reviews soon because we used to give shout-outs to people. But I haven't checked our review status in quite some time. But thank you to all of those that, that gave us reviews, including our Uncle Greg, who, who said he gave us a review and, and listened to one of our episodes. So shouts to um, Uncle Greg again. <laughs> <laughs> and Uncle Willie. Uh, episode synopsis for... This episode, Crunchyroll didn't have an episode synopsis again. I think it's because when, it's sim- kinda... when it simulcasts, they don't have it, but I bet it does like a few days later. Yeah, it's kind of weird. But, have, Brennan, did you notice, I've ne- never clicked on it, but in Crunchyroll, there's comments. Have you ever read through these comments on like episodes? No, I never have. And you watch it on your phone, so it's probably easier for you. I always watch it on like the Fire Stick uh-huh. or back in the day my PS4, and it's just... We've talked about before their UI is awful. Like, oh yeah. If you fucking like, I hate that you guys both share my account. I mean, I don't care, but it's like if you if you if you have watched it and don't finish it to the end, where it automatically resets. Like, I literally have to like scroll backwards. I can't like start from <laughs> beginning. Like, it makes you go in and like, and not just like fast, but like I literally have to hold the Amazon stick backwards, and it goes like ten seconds at a time, and I have to like close my eyes so I don't get any spoilers. Yeah, but no, I haven't because I hate I hate maneuvering 
their interface. Gotcha. Well, these comments, uh, they're pretty funny, and you could basically say whatever you want as long as you have a registered email. So we should get in there and leave some comments. Shit, on some it'll all shit. be it'll all be on my email. It's all under my account. I know. Yeah, that's true. It it would basically I mean, say your care. your you email. Can. I mean, just don't get in any squabbles with anybody on. There. <laughs> <laughs> don't get in any arguments. But yeah, no no episode synopsis here. Um, episode starts off with Tanjiro cutting off the head of the. Yorichi. Yorichi Type Zero, the training dummy. And they find the ancient sword in this thing. Tanjiro is insisting that he doesn't deserve it. Kotetsu's like, but it's perfect, man. You needed a sword. There's a sword here. You cut off the head. I want you to have it. They go back and forth. Pretty funny little scene of them going back and forth. And Tanjiro was in that weird, like, funny art style a lot this episode. Yeah. <laughs> It felt like a very lighthearted episode. And then at the end, obviously, shit gets real. But they end up, Tanjiro ends up agreeing that he at least wants to see this thing. So, Brendan, what, did you have any high hopes for this sword upon, you know, before them unsheathing it? Like, what did you think that this was going to be? I mean, I was trying to figure <laughs> it out. I just, I didn't, I definitely didn't think it was going to be rusty. I thought it looked like blood, too, on there. Um, I definitely didn't think it was going to be old. I just didn't think. I don't know if I knew or what. I just didn't think it was going to be Tanjiro's sword. But it, it ended mm-hmm. up may being. I don't know. He may snap his shit in this upcoming fight. And this <laughs> thing may be beast. And then it got me thinking, like, maybe Tanjiro will dual wield, you know. Maybe use some of the water form and fire form. But, you know, Skate already dual wields, so it wouldn't be that cool of a novelty. You know, it's not unheard of. You know, it's not like, yeah. it's not like Kirito unlocking the school, unlocking the skill <laughs> yeah. of dual wielding. By having the fastest reaction, like other demon slayers can dual wield, so but it'd still be cool. Yeah. You know, I'm all about it, but I'm not sure what the what's gonna happen with the sword. I mean, I feel like it's gotta have some role in the story or it's gonna get stolen by the demon, maybe the Yorichi looking demon. I I freaking don't know. Yeah, and they said that the sword was from the did they say Sengoku era where Sengoku, swords were the best quality. Yeah, so th- Exactly. So that era of swordsmithing, I guess, is a lost a lost art. And the Nichiren swords made during that era were much stronger than the ones they're able to make today. So, I mean, there's still high hopes for the sword. But Hagenezka, the swordsmith that is assigned to Tanjiro, he shows up, and the boy has been hitting the gym. And I didn't know if it was <laughs> him at first until they called him. I was like, is that supposed to be the dude? Like... <laughs> He's we've seen him in clothes before. He's got a he must have had a pump cuz he he didn't he didn't fill out his clothes like that before in the past. No, he's been training. He's they said he's been training up in the mountains so that he can make a sword that won't break under uh, Tanjiro's okay, fighting that style. That makes sense. Shit, so he been, all of the muscles are new to him. He's been he's on been some putting PEDs in the work. too, some performance enhancing drugs without a doubt. Oh yeah, shit, he's, that shit wasn't a natural transformation. <laughs> I mean, he's as big, if not bigger, than Tanganyizui in this in this episode. He's freaking big. Yeah, it's hard to tell because he's more like he was kind of like comically drawn big, like proportionally. Whereas like uh-huh. Tangan looked more like a real person, like 
I don't know, just like proportional his arms, his waist. Like I feel like they really gave him like a tapered look, like a bodybuilder, like wide shoulders, yeah. skinny waist kind of look. <laughs> he get the, he's got the blacksmith muscles, the lats, the yeah. forearms, the shoulders. Fun- functional training, I guess. Yeah. But Hagenescu, he he's trying to take the sword from Tanjiro, and eventually he he just keeps saying, "Leave it to me, leave it to me," and. In the end, we find out that Hagenesco, he's a, a, a softie for being tickled. And he says that he's going to go polish the blade with an old Hagenesco family technique that takes three full days. So the sword's not out of the picture. We have to keep it in the back of our mind, obviously. But in replacement of this sword that he's taking, he brings Tanjiro a sword to use in the meantime, one that he did forge himself. It looks and it looks a, like all his old ones too. So I just yeah. assume like he made that for him. Like, yep. Like he didn't and know this black. sword was going to show up. Yeah. Well, I mean, it would turn black when he whipped it out. Yep, it's black, which is the most common uh, Nichiren sword color. No, it's apparently. not. Yeah, that's what they said back at the Urokodaki days. No, I thought they were black, hoping that it would be red. Yeah, I thought it was black, black. Was like everybody dies young, so it was like an omen. Oh, I thought that it was, like, a really common color. I mean, maybe if everybody really calmly dies young, but I just remember it being a bad... It was a bad omen, like, everybody who's ever had a black Nichiren sword died young. Oh, no, it was that everybody that ever had a black sword never became a Hashira. That's what it was. Oh, and died young. Maybe died young, too. I don't, I don't know. Remember. Maybe All I'm, I remember is it was an underwhelming color. Yeah, <laughs> it was an underwhelming color, and it was, like, a, it, not a good color. You didn't want a black sword. Yeah, but honestly, the black sword looks slick. Yeah, Tenza Zangetsu, you know, Ichigo sword's black. (laughs) (laughs) So now we go over to dinner. Tanjiro's eating rice cakes, and he's talking, and Genya's there. Genya's like, dude, why are you here? Leave. And you know, that was inevitably Bakugo. You picked up on that, right? I'd never, maybe we've talked about it before, but I was like, they just really, they do I know we say another people are like Bakugo, like in Blue Lock, but this is legit Bakugo's voice actor. Oh, I didn't know that. You didn't catch that? It literally... No. Like, if you had your eyes closed, if you were, like, t- sleeping and, like, kind of woke up and were drowsy and just heard it, you'd be like, oh, who's watching my hero? <laughs> like, literally, he didn't, he didn't change his inflection. He didn't, he didn't do anything different. It was just... I mean, it's a good voice, but, I mean, it was definitely Bakugo, like, without well, a shit, doubt. if you need a guy to just scream, you know, scream but still be understandable... Yeah, That's I didn't the guy pick you call. it. I guess I didn't pick up on it uh, last week. I thought he sounded too much like Inosuke's Japanese VA, but maybe because he was, I don't know, talking a different tone. But I uh, really picked up on that, and I googled it like as we were loading up for the show because I didn't want to say that and then not know for sure, like we do sometimes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all the time. Yeah. So Genya. Or Tanjiro's like, dude, you got your tooth back. Didn't you lose a tooth? And Genya's like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. You must have been crazy seeing things. Then Tanjiro pulls out the tooth. He's like, well, here, I picked it up. I was going to give it back to you. <laughs> Genya's like, what the hell? Throw that thing out. But at first, Genya, you could tell he was shocked. Like, uh, what? so what? I got to ask you, what do you make of this scene? Like, what do you think's going on with Genya's tooth? I don't know. I didn't really think. I thought that's why he was... I thought maybe he'd like regrow the tooth in the hot spring because they said it like worked wonders and that's why he was up there. But mm-hmm. I figured he just got the the brakes beat off of him in some sort of fight, maybe against his <laughs> brother because it's the second time 
this episode they've talked about his family so like maybe his brother beat his brakes off and he was going there to train and heal yeah well we'll find out later on if there is more to that but Genya I love Genya as a character I'm glad we get to learn about him in this arc but now we go outside and some swordsmith we don't ever learn his name I don't believe he's coming home after a long soak in the hot spring and he's like oh shit there's a vase that that wasn't here whenever I went to the hot spring looks down in the hole and gets a drug into this thing and then spit back out and he didn't all get mangled. I was trying to predict dead. as we were watching. Yeah, I was like, do you think he's going to get sucked in or you think something's going to pull out? When I was thinking like get sucked in, I thought it'd be like more like a genie's lamp. Like he just got like freaking forged into it. Like his bones just got crushed to like fit. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like it wasn't he a graceful suck in. Like he got like deformed and like broken apart into pieces to fit in that thing. Yeah, and then he it's didn't like, even get killed all the way because he was still moving when they spit him back out. I just out. thought that had to be nerves. I'm just like, I feel like he died just like not even getting eaten, just like getting sucked in. Like, I feel like he just like snapped every bone in his body just fitting in the vase. <laughs> but he did come out yeah. folded up like a freaking, I don't know, panini. Yep. So that vase guy, I don't remember his name, but he's the upper rank five. <laughs> Do you remember his name by chance? No, I don't know either of these demons' names. Well, I know the next one. Well, anyways, yeah, he's dead. The vase demon, he's out there killing people by them looking. Did he touch the vase or did he just look down it? Uh, I don't know. I don't think it matters. Yeah, I can't remember I either. I don't necessarily think you have to touch it. I think, like, it's a demon. Like, if you're getting close, he's going to suck you he in. He draws you in with fine, fine china. So, Tokito Moichiro. So I'm going to call him Muichiro because that's what I called him whenever I was reading the manga. It's just easier to remember Muichiro. I'm going to have to call him so Tokito because I've never heard anybody call him the other thing. I think Tanjiro calls him... He calls him Tokito. Tokito? Okay, we'll call him Tokito Muichiro. So Tokito and Tanjiro are talking in Tanjiro's room because Tokito went there to ask Tanjiro if he knew where Kanamori, the swordsmith, who was with Haganezuka where he was because he's the one that's supposed to be making Tokito his new Nichiren sword. Tachiro's like, yeah, he's actually with Haganezuka. I'm going to go see them. We can go together. And Tanjiro ends up saying something that strikes a chord with Tokito, and it's that helping others usually ends up being paid back to you or something along those lines. Like, it's always uh, in your he best say interest that, to help did others. Did he say that this episode? Yeah, he said that this episode. Uh, I thought it was like from the first episode where he was saying like how he respects the blacksmiths because they do like a lot of work too, but maybe I just missed that. But either way, yeah, he sticks with him. Well, yeah, because Tokito was like, you really care about other people, don't you? And Tanjiro was like, yeah. I mean, helping other people. My prediction now though, like just because I didn't come up with this till right now, but for the sword, the 3,000-year-old Yorishi Type Zero sword, I think that while they're fighting these demons, it's just something's gonna happen to where they like can't kill them, and then uh, Hagenezuka and that and they're gonna show up with the three thousand three hundred year old sword, and Tokito is gonna use it to finish them off, vanquish the demons. Yeah, something like that. Because <laughs> for whatever reason, these demons, as we kind of seen, like well, we haven't figured out just how exactly to defeat them yet, but maybe the sword 
the sword of a thousand truths <laughs> will be able to do it or something. <laughs> the sword of three thousand years. The sword of three hundred years. Yeah, I don't know. I honestly don't don't know. I don't remember. Uh, I was just just a little prediction for the sword since I didn't have one before. Yeah. But as we we're, I was concocting it as you were talking. <laughs> like, it makes sense, you know. Someone's got to use the sword this arc. Oh yeah. So as they're talking in a very, I noted very very creepy way, the demon upper rank four Hontangu, he starts crawling into the room crying. This this was, this was cool. creepy he as like, shit. Came, he like came in. He was, God. He was pretty polite. He about was it, so creepy. Honest. Yeah, he was like, "Don't make me do it" or something like that. He was like crying. He's like, "Don't torment me," and it was like in slow motion. But Moichiro, he or Tokito, he reacts right away, unsheathes his sword, goes in for a cut, and now the upper rank four is on the ceiling. And at this point, Tanjiro is like, "I have." He has to justify to himself that this is a bad demon, even though the demon's crying. It's an upper rank, which means it's killed hundreds of people. So he tries the Hinokami Kagura, he misses, but then in the demon dodging Tanjiro's blade, it did it failed to consider Nezuko Nezuko as a threat, and she just boots this dude. Which you you always forget, like that her power. Like when she fights, she just kicks people, like just beats them down with her kicks. Yeah, but so she look kicks at Akaza. Thing. That's how Akaza fights too, though. You know. Yeah, he you're right. Squ- but they he's... Just, they're like Saiyan types. They just square up. You're true. That's true. He has, he does a little karate chopping too, where he cuts off limbs. But yeah, he's yeah. just he's got he's more refined form. Like yeah, she kind of just goes off brute strength, and then she has like her blood, her blood art. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Muichiro Tokito, he ends up getting the head cut off of Hontengu, and in that moment. Tanjiro's having the internal monologue. He's recalling that upper rank demons don't always die when you cut off their head. They're tricky. And so, as a viewer, you, you're supposed to know, like, yeah, it ain't gonna be that easy to kill these bastards. It never is. <laughs> and so these two, this demon that was crying and very, like, timid is now two demons. So the, the head grew a body, and the body grew a head. Yeah. And these two demons have completely different personalities than the one when they were combined. And this is one of my predictions. Well, I guess you can't really say it's a prediction. It kind of is, but episode one, ep- like our episode of after episode one, I said that there's, it was from the opening too, so it's not really a prediction because it literally shows uh-huh. it. I was like, that one demon's like a Hydra type. Like, you know, <laughs> you, <laughs> you cut off the head, it. it comes back stronger. Uh-huh. I'm trying to figure you out did. what he, because I feel like he has a limit. Um, Because I was like, oh, maybe he's like the seven deadly sins, but he's not because that one's, tongue said joy so i'm like what is he like the emotions like maybe like inside out pixar you know it's like joy uh-huh. sadness like i'm assuming they're gonna yeah. be something like that and kind of take on those but so i'm thinking that he, he maybe has a a top number he doesn't like you can't there's not gonna be a hundred of them but like once he gets Infinites, to like yeah yeah once he gets to like seven or twelve heads like that's that's all of his emotions or personalities or something yeah just my prediction for this demon. I'm still, still, still learning about the pot for right now. Uh huh. And it's set up. It's set up for a cool fight. So now they split into two, and Muichiro he goes to cut off the head of the two, one of the two now, and it just it whips out a fan, and it sends his ass flying. I mean, miles. 
I would say, at least a couple miles, he sends Tokido into the jungle. And Tanjiro and Nezuko are now there fighting these two demons by themselves. Tanjiro starts getting electrocuted by, like, some thundershock. Because, so one of them's demon art, I guess, was the leaf, wind. And then the other ones was thunder and lightning. So and so some, it was using this to... Yeah, yeah, basically some elemental types. Tanjiro's about to lose consciousness, but then he sees none other than his old friend and pal from the mountain where they became demon slayers, Genya, with his loaded gun. Is that the freaking musket? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. He's got the two-shot, the two-shot shotgun. So he hits both of these demons in the neck. I think only one of them actually severs, though, or does he end up getting both of them severed off? He gets them both. uh, He has to cut the second one, I think. Yeah, that's what it was. He hops down, but... And Tanjiro's like, no, don't do it. They're letting you cut their necks off on purpose because they want to multiply. And he was right. So now we have four of these Hontangu guys. And the only ones there to fight them are Genya with the musket, or the hand musket, hand shotgun, we'll call it. He's got like a little uh, dagger, scabbard. Yeah, there's a name for those swords. Like a lot of samurai, they'd carry it like as a second one. Like it's not, it's bigger than a dagger. There's a name for it, but it's like a shorter sword. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the bullets are Nichiren because Tanjiro mentioned when he it shot them like that he it. smelled like Nichiren swords. <laughs> Smells like bitch. <laughs> 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 so yeah, there's four upper-ranked demons now versus Tanjiro, Nezuka, Nezuko, and Genya. Tanjiro gets surprised and carried away by one with wings. He cuts off the leg. The leg grows a body. And from there, we go over to Muichiro, who is now on his feet, trying to run back to the battle. Um, he sees Kotetsu, the little, the little boy blacksmith, fighting a koi fish demon. And he's justifying the whole time that he's going to run away. He has to prioritize the village elders. He has to prioritize fighting the upper-ranked demons because they can do the most damage. He even acknowledges that this boy, Kotetsu, doesn't show promise and potential, and there's no, really no reason to stop and save him. But then he remembers what Tanjiro said to him this episode, and that helping other people is always in your best interest. Or something along those lines. I should have wrote down yeah, exactly it's, what he says. That's, I mean, that's the gist of it. Like, yeah, it'll get yeah, that's the gist. return back to you. And it could, mm-hmm. you know, like, if he saves this kid, maybe he is going to become a good back blacksmith or some yep. shit. Or maybe he can make training... Yurichi was it. I mean, honestly, he's probably, a, if you're going to save a kid, like, he may be the best one. Like, he obviously comes from a prestigious line that, like, I guess maybe not because no one's been able to figure out the Yurichi, but a once prestigious yeah. line. <laughs> so maybe yeah. he'd be the first I mean, one he's to in charge around. of. He's in charge of the greatest combat robot known to the, known to the world, so he's got to come from some kind of royalty. Yeah. But any, anyways, next thing we know, Kotetsu's about to get eaten. And a blade comes out of nowhere, cuts off the head of this, or I guess he it's just like cuts the arm, off the arm. Like cut off the fin of the magic carp, and I don't know why he yeah. didn't just behead it. I mean, I guess fish head. And I this, mean. yeah, and this is where, like, scores and original soundtracks really can be powerful, because if this was My Hero Academia, this is where You Say Run would have come in, you know? But... 
but Demon Slayer doesn't have anything like that. So a lot of these scenes that feel like music could have really amplified the meaning and like this guy's had a change of heart in some way. Like he didn't want to have this a couple kid, bangers. They sudden, got Tanjiro no comma to the. Yeah, but then it picks up. They've got some. Yeah, they got. They needed one for this instance. And they got the little one where they have the commercial break, like, hey, it's a good OST. It just maybe doesn't have the stand, the stand out like you say, run and the many variations of it. Yeah, it, it needs the emotional build up song that you say, run provided. But anyways, he saves the kid. Tokito is deep down, not a bad guy. And uh, what's next? Yeah, he saves the. That's. I mean, that's pretty much it. He tells Kotetsu, yeah, "Get the, the hell end out of, the of here." Episode. Yeah, run. It's like I don't know why this wasn't like. Yeah, I don't know. It was. A, it was a decent ending, but he could. He probably should have just beheaded it and been like, "Don't mention it, kid." And then it ended like <laughs> it's a freaking fish, you know? Like <laughs> it shouldn't be worth two slashes. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. How, it's power level. Yeah, he he knew that it wasn't a upper rank. He could tell by its fighting. I mean. And honestly, Kotetsu, I feel like if you were a swordsmith, wouldn't you have a little bit of fighting just, he, for, just mean, for the sake of testing the swords? You would have a little fighting prowess. He did. I felt like he was kind of like holding it, not holding his own, but he obviously didn't get killed right away. But I just think it's one of those things like <laughs> there's hardly any people that can make it as demon slayers, you know, and they're, you know, crafting a sword's pretty tough too. So they wouldn't have the, I don't know, the time investment. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I get it. Like, if they had some spare time, you may you might as well swing around to Nichiren every now and then. Mm-hmm. See if you got any potential. Yeah. So, Brennan, since you don't know how they're going to kill this Hontangu guy who multiplies, what's your best guess at how, how we kill this demon? I mean, it would be played out if they're like, we have to cut off all heads at the same time, because they already did that. But it's just like, it's five this time. Because there is <laughs> going to be, it looks like five people, because it looks like... We're going to have Genya if he comes back from being ran through. Uh, Tanjiro, Nezuko. Oh, yeah, he got stabbed. I forgot. Yeah, he got forgot fucking, to mention that. He may be dead, but probably not. But The boy, so, the boy's stabbed, so unless he's like Inosuke where he can move his organs around, there's going to be some problems. Yeah, he may, not be able to, he may not be able to help much in the fight. But he's potential. That's three. And then the Hashira, um, Togito, and then uh, Kanjiro. What's her name? Not... Conroji. Conroji, yeah. I'm assuming she's coming back because she's in the opening and ending. So that'll be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, I think it's going to be pretty cool animation just because it always is. And we're going to have all these different fighting styles and two demons that, you know, have a bunch. It's going to be kind of like a massive battle. A showdown, if you will. Yeah, but it's not, not your typical like one on one or 2v1. Or three v two, just gonna literally be like five versus like ten, maybe, depending on how many heads this guy pops out. Yeah, and then like I said, I think someone's, I think they're showing up with the sword of three hundred years, like for the finishing blow or something. Maybe yeah, that's what it is. Really... Maybe it's like one of the guys has like such a strong neck, like only one of those swords can cut through, and they like get it there in time. Yeah, it's a good guess. Like, I can't be killed by mortal blades. 
Only the blade, <laughs> the blade of unicorn. I know. <laughs> Holy shit! Did you watch that? I watched that on the plane, plane yesterday. No, I just thought of it right now because he thought he. It's uh for anybody who's listening. What is it called? Your Highness. Your Highness. Yeah, it's just like a stupid. I don't know. Action comedy. James from, Franco, Danny McBride yeah, movie. But yeah, the blade of unicorn. It's on of Amazon Prime. They needed, if you have they Amazon the blade Prime, of unicorn basically. To beat the last guy. <laughs> if you have Amazon Prime, it's highly recommended from the Evans Bros. It's highly pretty, recommended. It's pretty funny. We maybe it may have a soft spot with us because we watched when we were younger. You know some of the some of the stupid humor. You know, oh, may have hit a little I'm, bit I'm, harder back then, but it holds up. It still hits. It still hits just as hard. I can assure you. I was I was cracking my ass up on the plane, rewatching this thing. It's so funny, and it's been like several years since I've seen it. Yeah, it's pretty. It's got some pretty good one-liners for sure. Oh yeah, he refers to yeah. I'm I'm not, I'm not gonna spoil anything, but I like this episode. It, it not a lot. It's set up for a, an action-packed episode next week. I'm assuming, but I the, do like. I'm assuming the rest of the way is going to be brawling. You know, because it's only ten episodes. It's going to be four. It's eleven episode season, so we've uh, got seven more. Yeah. Maybe just straight brawling for like the next five, and they'll be do some cutaways to like Conroji. Sure, like Conroji, math's terrible. We have eight more. Eight more. Mm hmm. Because oh. this was episode three. Either it's way, 11 so maybe five season. or six. But like the fight can go on for a while since there's so many people playing into it. You know, it'll show like this person, like like Conroji coming to get there. What's his name in the forest, and then eventually, like by the end, they'll all converge where it's like all of them in one area. And that shit will take at least two episodes. Yeah. Minimum. One thing we have to think about, too, is that the since they were able to find, what's his name, Gyoko or something? Something with a K-K-O. The one that from the last demon? Ryoko, the base demon. Since he found this place, you have to think, he might have went ahead and told Muzan, like, hey, yeah, this is where uh. the Blacksmith Village is. Send everybody. That's the thing. Uh, I mean, yeah, maybe. But because I don't if think they can so. take out the swordsmiths, they can take out, you know, their ability to recreate swords when they break. I was thinking that, but then I was also thinking that these demons are always trying to like please him. Plot and shit. armor. Well, they're trying to please him. <laughs> so they're just like, Oh, I'm just gonna take it out and then he'll he'll be he'll praise me. But Yeah. That's not what's gonna happen because they're both gonna get killed and then he's gonna be pissed. Shit, you don't know that. The story could end in this arc. They just all die and the story's uh, over. I mean, uh, someone's, I mean, one of the Hashiras are dying. Like, I don't know which one <laughs> yet, but. Yeah, let me hear your death predictions. Who who dies this arc? And it obviously um, is of the people that are in the opening. It can't be anybody else. Genya. Genya, Conroji. I don't think Genya. We just don't know him enough. Uh, or Tokyo. I feel like Conroji. <laughs> It's obviously Tokito, just because I don't. He's the only one it could be. The only reason I feel like it sucks is because like if he does die, he just learned from Tondro. Like <laughs> if you do help people, it'll, it'll pay back to you. And it's like he ain't even gonna get paid back. He's gonna be fucking dead. But I don't know. I Fair. guess I guess Tengen made it out last time, but I don't know. Maybe it could be Conroji. I don't know. He just seems like the obvious choice. Like. He'll learn. He'll learn the error of his ways, but and maybe he will he, get help. Maybe that kid will. Maybe that kid will be the one to deliver him the sword. I don't know. Well, I would say that if if Tokito continues on his change of heart of helping other people, 
he has the most potential to give his life for somebody else. So, yeah, I, I, mean, I mean, he's from he's, an objective standpoint, I would I would say that that's probably a safe bet. I don't I, I'm with you. I don't think we know enough about Genya at this point objectively for them to like let this guy die. <laughs> yeah, they're building him up and like they don't they do a good job of like getting you pretty like d- attached to the characters or like knowing what they're all about and like sympathizing not necessarily sympathizing with them but just having an understanding of them like humanizing the Hashira you know they're all mm-hmm. of the three that we really know um shit Rengoku Izui and now Tokito and a little bit of Tomioka but he, we haven't had and Konroji and Konroji a little like I get her but I don't know I feel like we know these three so they usually set that up that way when they fight you kind of know like their fighting spirit, you know, what it means to them, what's important to them. You know, with Rengoku, it was like his family and like always trying his best and protecting people. And then Izui, you know, he had his family, you know, like his three wives, like to live for and fight for. And then like the next pass. So this guy's like, I don't know. I think his is going to be more so learning to protect other people. Mm -hmm. But yeah, he's probably, he's probably dead as hell. (laughs) (laughs) We'll know by the end of the season if anybody yeah, we'll dies. See. I mean, I guess I'll see how it goes. I mean, I guess I'd be cool with another death, or it'd be all right if another if another arc da, no da, one died. Da, 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 da. They do have a pretty good banger. That is a pretty sad song, but they need they need something else that's like no. They have tons. In, like they have say, tons of and, variations of it too. Like I've. Yeah, I've I've heard it. Like I've usually like I usually run to just like a- inspirational anime music. That's like OSTs though. Yeah, my hero definitely has has the most. But oh yeah, Demon Slayer's got some too. Okay, well, anything else that you want to add to this episode, episode three? Nope. Thanks for listening. Yeah. All right, everybody. I'm Jordo. Brennan. We are the Evans Bros, also known as the Casual Anime Fanatics. Thank you, every single one of you, for listening. Have a great week, and as always, peace.